everybody. Welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets, your favorite thing to listen to, music, podcasts, otherwise. Uh, we're even more your favorite than listening to your mother's voice. Uh, it's Chicken and the Nuggets, number one. Uh, joining me, as always, uh, just just a, just a mommy milker himself, uh, Noah Reynolds, everybody. Noah Reynolds. Hey, Jacob, thank you so much for having me here. If you have a mommy, I'm a milker, and that is my promise. So hide your moms. I will milk your mommies. Mommy milker number one, Noah. Thank you so much for having me here and for being with us, listeners, um, to Chicken and the Nuggets. A lot to talk about this week. Um, it's cold. It's a cold one, Jacob. Are you cold yes. today? Were you being it? Were you able to stay bundled up and warm? Uh, very cold today. Um, you know, and I don't know if listeners know or if we've talked about it, maybe, but I work at a heating and air conditioning company. <laughs> um, and my office today uh, didn't have heat that much. So um, I the irony is not lost on me. Uh, but yes, I do know uh, that it, it won't always be like that. You know, um, do I, yes. you just have on site? on-site people then to help with your own HVAC shit or do you have to call another outsourced company to fix that only deals with HVAC companies heating and air so it is funny we do have technicians assigned to it that we have to call but then it's like if they're going to do a different service call it's like no we're we're first um yes so uh shout out that just always uh fun time uh but yes i was able to stay warm how about you buddy very cold were you warm today very cold yeah i'm, I'm trying to stay warm <clears throat> um viewers of the show can see i have a, I have a big old glass of of tea because yes. yeah it's 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 been cold so and i like it i like the cold um uh not on not like um austin rivers of course acclimating to his new home in minnesota i <clears throat> i i enjoy this kind of weather to an extent um, but, um, you know, it, it is a season as they say. Yes. Yes. And thank God you got your heat working in your place. Right. So you're not uh, a little, no, it is working. Icicle? Okay. I, yeah. Yes, it is working. I am uh, probably too shysty than I care to admit. So I turn it off and on a lot instead of today. I left it on all day cause it's so fucking cold. And then I also have a space heater. So I'm set up and I got some blankets. I'm doing just fine. Look, uh, it is uh, kind of crazy, actually, uh, the heating prices right now. So I don't blame you a little bit for being. Uh, I spent. Joe um, mm-hmm. I was. Uh, yeah, I was um, <clears throat> on my last bill. I spent fifteen hundred dollars on heating and air for mm-hmm. the month of December. Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. right, but it is, uh, way higher for everyone because apparently natural gas is not a, a good resource right now, which who knew, um, mm. but and do you uh, have to tell this to your employees and they're like, what are you talking about? You're like, I don't fucking know. I told yeah. You I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, actually I saw this on Excel website because my, me and my wife were going to complain about how much our heating bill was or see if something was wrong or if we're paying for our whole goddamn facility over here, but it turns Turns out, uh, no, that is not right. And on their website says they've experienced the most calls they've ever had because of this. And uh, apparently, yeah, I don't get how heat works or anything. Well, it's all it's all inflation and has to do with the war. Everything is interconnected in this <clears throat> interconnected world. And and you know, I think we should just give it give it up for the um, globalization. Jacob, what 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 do we have to talk about this week? Obviously, chicken. Obviously, the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, some some up and down stories on both ends. Um, where where shall we, where, where do you want to start, or do you have anything else you want to talk about? 
during uh, our weekly during our, uh, our, our our gas talk, our natural yeah. gas uh, talk. Yeah, that, clean that coal. That's right. People have already stopped listening. We're like four minutes in. Um, no, they love it. God forbid somebody learns something on a fucking podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's start here, Noah. Since it is uh, chilly and cold, chilly. Um, mm-hmm. I, the other day, uh, went to Panera Bread. And I had the homestyle chicken noodle soup there. Uh, and yes, it says homestyle on the website. That's why I said it, because um, that's what it's called. It's homestyle. And uh, I don't know. We I don't think we've ever talked about straight chicken noodle soup. I was looking at our episodes. We talked about chicken pho, which, of mm-hmm. course, is just soup, but it dries on the other side of the road and um, <laughs> in the kind of thing. And uh <laughs> I had some chicken noodle soup at Panera Bread. And uh, first of all, Noah, what are your thoughts about chicken noodle soup in general? You know, I have to say I am not a huge soup guy. I would only eat chicken noodle soup if I felt sick as a child. Mm -hmm. I could not tell you the last time I had this dish, including this week. I did not have it this week also. Um, But um, so I would say um, I'm I put soup at like a C minus D Mm -hmm. in terms of interest. If that metric, yeah, um, translates, and then I would give um chicken noodle soup a five or a six out of ten. I just haven't had it enough. I really just have only had like Campbell's chicken noodle soup. I never order it at a restaurant. It seems like we've talked about this too, like with barbecue chicken pizza. It sort of seems like it's for babies, but <clears throat> I, you know, I obviously they serve it at adult establishments. Um, and I'm just not a, a huge soup guy. Do you like bisques? I, I do like bisques and, and stews, you know, those so, things I like. So first of all, uh, shout out Panera Bread for being the complete opposite of a place for babies. It is a place for old people uh, nice. to eat food. And <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, to answer your question, I I feel like I am a big soup guy. I, I, I will try a soup if they have a special soup of the day and it gets, but I'm also like, I only try like three soups <laughs> too. Right. So like I, I gonna... love soups, but I don't like, I'm not very adventurous with soups. Right. That makes so, sense. Yes, so I was, as you were talking, I was thinking, what are, what are my go-to? So I'll just list them and then you can give me yours. I'm, I like French onion. I'll do a French onion. Okay. I like um, lobster bisque, any sort of lobster or crab type soup bisque. Um, um, and then, um, tortilla, of course, um, yes. is very high up there. And I don't know, what am I missing? Yeah. T- t- tomato, I think, is overrated. People love tomato soup. I think that's another kind of baby thing. See, this the reason soup is for babies and for old people, of course, is it's just easier to consume. You know, it's it's for when you have um, your mouth isn't developed yet. Um, yes. But you, of course, love Jew- Jewish wedding soup, right? Um, Italian wedding soup. Oh, Italian and... <laughs> wedding soup. Yes, 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 I do actually me. love um, <laughs> Italian wedding soup. My dad makes a great Italian wedding soup, and I do like matzo ball soup. So now that I've named almost half a dozen, it sounds like I'm a soup guy, but mm-hmm. I'm not. I am not at all. Okay. All right. So where so are you yeah. at? I I'm a big soup guy and this is going to be my uh to my greater point that chicken noodle soup is the worst soup of them all um, <laughs> and that especially from Panera like I don't really um, I'm kind of over it um, but uh, that being said yeah I'm a big soup guy my hilarious first round draft pick in soups would be chili because uh, I think that's okay hilarious. so that was going to be a conversation that I wanted to bring up I think because I would have said chili but obviously I know that I didn't want to start an argument or a conversation. So why don't you pick something else and we can uh, move on. 
Okay, yes. Uh, either way, um, don't come at us on Twitter, all right? About no, you the can come at Jacob if Jacob's chili calling chili soup. soup. No. Yes, all right. Go so ahead, come at Jacob. Number one, uh, chili. Um, no. Yes. No? <laughs> no? All right, uh, yes. And then I, I'm also a big uh, a chicken and rice kind of guy. Um, I'll try that. Uh, broccoli and cheddar soup is good. Anything that's okay. very unhealthy more. Uh, I am a big potato soup guy. Is that the one you said you didn't, you weren't about? Did not say potato soup. Okay. No. That's, um, I wonder if I can make that. That's probably pretty easy to make. Yeah, potato that's stew. the other thing. This is like uh, poor people food too, by the way. Uh, well, you just make a lot for like 10 <laughs> yeah. people. Um, well, babies then... are poor and old people are poor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so I'm a big soup guy. I'll try a little bit of uh, anything I come across. You know, I don't like seafood, Noah, but I do know you can catch me eating a clam chowder from time to time. Which clam chowder, yeah, really good one. Totally forgot about clam chowder. I like absolutely, and but of course that's a chowder, and you know where do we draw the line? I understand what we're saying. This is all under the umbrella of soup, but um, <clears throat> I agree with you. Yeah, what about us- porridge? <laughs> I don't what yeah, what is porridge? You never it's, see porridge. It, it, What's the porridge? Little of the red day riding, at a little restaurant? red riding hood type soup. Yeah, yeah, I would do that. I would make a restaurant that just serves meals from fantasy mm-hmm. land and books. Porridge. Yes. porridge. <laughs> Noah's porridge. Ooh, what would that be? It would be like everything awesome. Um, um it's like <clears> uh, <throat> uh this one's just right or something. Uh the just right <laughs> restaurant. That's yeah. Um, yeah 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 yeah. uh so while we're trying to put things in the boxes noah what about mac and cheese is that is that a bisque (laughs) come on what are you doing is mac and cheese a soup next week let me me ask you this let me answer your question with a question are you really asking that question Look, I'm just saying. But mac and cheese doesn't even stand in its own category. Mac and cheese is pasta. It's a pasta dish. A soup? A bisque? I, I was I, Jacob. I was gonna say, well, on the Panera Bread menu I'm looking at, they're all under soups, but it's soups and mac. So um Okay. It definitely, your own question. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um I so this is this brings up a good point about the yes. chicken noodle part. I I find the unappealing part of the chicken noodles is the the noodles that are floating around in the <laughs> in the broth, which is um, I don't know. I find it a weird combination. the The truth is, Jacob, I haven't thought about chicken noodle soup in more than a decade until you texted me that, and I was like, how do I feel about it? And then I'm going through <laughs> all, all these things, and it's this is how I feel. <clears throat> I think it's a pretty I think poor, yes, impoverished is a pretty good way of putting it. Um, meal where it's like, oh, I don't know, let's put we have chicken, we have broth, and we have spaghetti. Why don't we put that all into one fucking dish? Terrible. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, well and you said you weren't my, a fan of this. But go ahead. My counter argument was would be: Have you ever put that shit in a bread bowl? A bowl made of bread, Noah. Uh, and by that, I mean I had a bread bowl with chicken noodle soup at the Panera Bread. Uh, yeah, I didn't really yeah, thank enjoy you for it. for spelling it out. <laughs> didn't really enjoy it uh, that much, Noah. Uh, look, Panera, I, I, I'm actually in Panera's corner most of the time. You know, people call it overpriced hospital food. Um, people call it, you know, yeah, uh, old lady food. Um some people call it uh, murder. <laughs> she wrote food, and yes, that's all pretty much true. But 
sometimes I like it. Sometimes I want a, tur a turkey bravo sandwich and some broccoli cheddar soup, you know, uh, a little bit of that. Uh, they have a new chicken tikka masala soup, Noah, and, you know, you love the Alps. and uh, <laughs> I do love the Alps, dude. <laughs> but chicken noodle soup uh, doesn't really do it for me anymore, Noah. I thought it was a cold day. I thought it'd be a fun pick. It did feel like level one. of soups if you know what i for mean sure uh just felt absolutely uh the noodles were fine but if they're not in like a dinosaur shape i could give a fuck about the noodles yeah or letters you know just so yes once again you can keep learning while you're eating that's a good important yes thing yes 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 and then you know i don't like vegetables so the whatever those green things are in there yeah i uh, get those out of there <laughs> gross <laughs> jacob yes i'm i want to ask your opinion about the bread bowl because i've i've come across it very occasionally in my life i know it is it is per, perhaps particularly a a um specialty of panera bread um and and i i'm i'm curious to your thoughts because the few times i've had it i recall being so excited and enjoying the very beginning of it and then realizing that in practice it is a very unpractical um device of eating now now let me hear your thoughts Yeah, um, no, I agree 100%. So the first like uh, 10%, you open it up, you get the little cap, they give you the cap of like the hole that they give you it, and then they, they kind of just throw it at you. They don't even put it in the bag or anything. Uh, so that part's pretty good. But yeah, so the, pro the problem is the outside of the bread bowl is the good crispy part. So you start at that, like the top of it. But once you get into the actual bread part, um, yeah, then it becomes a, a convoluted mess. Um, it, it becomes a royal rumble of sorts because you have your soup and then you get a bowl full of like a piece of bread and hypothetically that's what you're trying to go for right like a, like a, some soup and a piece of bread but uh it, it diminishes both uh <laughs> the bread and the soup and i, I don't want to start uh these hot takes and get uh No. panera bread twitter after me either No. uh but uh yeah you're you're completely right and it is a um kind of like when you order like a too big of an ice cream cone or something and you're like Mm. oh now i like how do i eat all of this because you're eating the utensil which the food is in you know it's it's <laughs> what are our favorite what are our favorite food utensil combinations in which you're getting into two and one um i'll go <laughs> well you can't eat the stick on a corn dog so i don't well know how you do we it both found that out the hard way didn't we at the colorado state fair yes um that's i'm trying 2013 to think i 2013 i would say i would say regular hot dog i would consider that um a receptacle and and yeah a, oh a um interesting Yeah, it's just the first thing that came to mind. I didn't have any ideas. I truly don't. I don't know what's another one. You could call, you could say the crust of a pizza is a handle, or this one is a bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh but no uh, i got you so like the chocolate straws like if you have a straw with a, a chocolate yeah, the straw I'm trying to think of something that's that's more natural. That's not like, oh, we're just gonna make the utensil. <laughs> The, the uh, anyway, uh, well, any Ethiopian food. <laughs> Do you yes have you? You had Ethiopian food ever? Um, I have. I, I went to um, a couple times with friend of the podcast, Nalawi Mangust. Uh, Yes. ch check him out on Instagram at Insane Brown Posse. Um, but that's a joke for three people. Um, and uh, yeah, I have that, and and that is probably the best. You're you're right. Like it, the whole placemat, <laughs> placemat. Oh, I'm being offensive now. Uh, the whole bottom part is edible, and like you said, like the plate of it. Is, is great. It's like kind of the best part.
so that was yeah that was a really good point like, by me you Very like good. ethiopian food it was a good i do food. yeah i do like ethiopian food it's it, you know it's a it's an occasion it's something you have to yeah. you plan on doing yeah. um well now... ethiopian food was way better than uh the chicken noodle soup i had at panera but i still love you panera bread and i'll still be a rewards member so noah um what what did you bring to the the chicken table oh. as it were yeah, if you're done, that's fine. I brought. I'm I done. I'm really bring, up. Yeah. Okay. I didn't really bring anything to the table. The the um, my it this week for me was All is right. more back of an to anecdote. soups then. All right. <laughs> I could give. I'll, I'll give you my anecdote. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a... anything. It was just more of like um. So you and myself and friend of the podcast Gus Bus Reynolds decided to go to the uh DNVR bar and watch the Nuggets game on Saturday at one p.m. And I was like, I better get there early to um, scout out a spot. And I got there and there was nobody there. I got there at like 11, 15. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go get myself a Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich, as one is to do. It's right there across the street, convenient, and it's 11 a.m. So it's perfect time. <laughs> um, so I go in. Um, I'm waiting in line. I order my spicy chicken sandwich. No meal, just the sandwich. Um, and then while I'm waiting, there is a fight of two people um i want to say vagabonds um fighting in the restroom about what i don't really know i couldn't get the conflict mm-hmm. um and then i got my chicken sandwich <clears throat> ate it in record time um and then realized it was now like 11 25 or something it had been like 10 minutes so i was like well i'd be dumb if i don't get a second chicken sandwich so i had to go up to the counter again and then say, Hey, can I just get a, I'll get, can I get another chicken sandwich? And they're like, yeah, for sure. And then they gave it to me dealing with a fight going on. And then we go to the, and then I save the spot and I wait for you guys and we watch the game. And despite the result, had a great time. And then my brother Gus had the great idea of going to Popeye's after the game (laughs) because he was hungry. And I mean, I'm not going (laughs) to deny that that would be insane of me. So we went to Popeye's, after the game, this would have been like close to 4 p.m. now. And I was really hoping this would not be the case, but it was, is that the entire morning crew was still working there. So I had to go up again to the people that I had seen previously and order my third spicy chicken sandwich of the day in two separate trips. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I really could not, I there are zero regrets. I was so happy and um it was just one of those great things in life so a lot of things first of all when you went back the second time were they still fighting in the bathroom no <laughs> okay that uh, nice yes that would have been nice or a good punchline to kind of button it up together yeah um, sorry no you're fine <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was telling the real story for a second but good to know <laughs> and then um also you gave me so much shit for going back up at the Taco Bell to get a Baja Blast freeze uh, for a second mm. time. And here you are triple dipping. Uh, you're bang, bang, banging. A, okay, so uh, I'd like to Popeyes. push back on that uh, yeah. for a few a few things. It was, I would not, I don't know if I was considering it a bang, a triple bang, because truthfully, I should have ordered two sandwiches to begin with. And I knew that after I ate my first sandwich. Mm-hmm. So if I had ordered my correct number of sandwiches <laughs> the first time around, then that would have just been one meal. So if anything, this is at most a bang, bang with like three hours in between, you know, sure. three and a half, four hours in between. Um, 
And then to uh, I, your point, I don't know if I have to defend myself about two Baja Blast versus three spicy <laughs> chicken sandwiches. Maybe we can put up a poll and ask the crew, um, our fans and our listeners. But I and I'm not, I'm not trying to be shitty. I actually don't know the metric. I don't know which one would be more appalling. And and I could very well be be wrong. And in, in which case, I would apologize and and eat my crow. But um. I even I totally forgot that you did that. So even when you said it, I still am like, yeah, my story is still not as insane for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, yeah. I know we're both pigs and animals, and we're just flopping hey, around in the shit. Hey, and we're honest on this podcast. You know, we're not. Oh my God, we're not lying. You know, we have this story, um, classic Popeye stories, like the one where I went to Popeyes. No one's already there. Uh, classic. I was. I was truly, I knew, I mean, I, I was there very early, so mm-hmm. I I thought it was probably not going to happen, but I was like, there's more than a likelihood that Jacob will also come to this Popeyes before <laughs> he goes to the game, which I was excited for, of course, did not happen. Yes, um, did not happen. We, uh, that That's the other thing, Noah. Um, I did actually, before we met up for the game, shout out to DMVR, uh, I went to Dave and Buster's which right. I don't even want to bring up on the podcast because the chicken wings there, bottom of the barrel. Oh, wow. Okay. Probably now, the worst I've had in a long time. <laughs> I Now, am I, I'm curious, were you, did you have high expectations for David Musters? No, but. Surprisingly feel, bad. Surprisingly bad. Like literally like, uh, like I almost like get frozen wings that you microwave or something it's kind right, of right. like that uh, kind of the wings, the wings that they give away for like um wingless uh, all you can eat wings where it's just yeah they throw it in like a big bowl with the sauce and that's all they do it's yeah. just like that's gross i've they had that actually reminded me of wings i would have in school uh for lunches that i that i get really excited about uh to be like oh they finally have wings of fire that was actually at cu they would have wings of fire and then uh they they would uh, be terrible so um shout out that um i would not be surprised if Mm -hmm. the people that supply the food to dave and busters also supply it to our colleges and universities across the country yeah so that does uh doesn't surprise me in the least i'm happy you went i am happy uh maybe we go for a boys time maybe we go and get drunk at dave and busters that's what i'm saying we should they're they're fun all the games are just apps now that are big on the big screen uh so you could play like uh flippy bird and uh whatchamacallit and angry birds cows and pigs yeah cows and pigs angry cows i did do dance dance revolution and i'm still sore so you know me bitch i am shout out shout out uh (laughs) k-pop i can't even bts now is this anything i didn't even but yeah, I didn't even write it down or anything, but K-pop, like something with ketamine, some sort of, Oh, hey, we're going to go listen to some K-pop, and it's just like, it's ketamine music or something. You yeah. have a ketamine joke, don't you? I, I, <laughs> I do have a ketamine joke. Uh, my boss called me a workhorse the other day. I was going to do it. Here um, we go. How does she know I'm and... on ketamine? Ketamine. All right. There it is. Okay. And, and, wow. <laughs> and, and then here's the keynote to this joke. Uh, it eats shit. And then uh, people don't like it. <laughs> and then you have to be like, oh, I really misread you guys. I thought you were a big ketamine crowd. 
and then it'd be like uh if you're guys if you guys are lucky i'll do a cocaine joke later and then i do the cocaine joke later and that also eats shit and then you're just like uh, oh man so you don't like ketamine or cocaine uh what am i gonna talk about is what i say and then so so that's the good part about comedy, Noah. The jokes don't even have to be that good. It's like how you react with the jokes, you know? That's that's where Jacob operates. <laughs> well, give it up for Jacob Prop, everybody, giving you <laughs> a breakdown of how comedy works. You can see him at the Funny Final Four sometime this month. Um, very good. Anything uh, else about <laughs> your Popeye strip, Noah? You don't know what they were fighting about? Um... No, I mean, it was two gentlemen down on their lot. Well, it, it started with a bathroom type conflict where somebody was in the restroom. The guy asked the front person what the code was. It didn't work because there was already somebody in the restroom with it locked. And then I guess he was upset that the guy was using the restroom. Frankly, it seemed like a totally rational thing. And um, I, uh, I'm i not sorry, I'm getting distracted. Somebody's just walked into your house. Um, what? <clears throat> I, uh, oh, no, my wife, anyway, my wife, my wife, like a, my wife, yeah, um, no, nothing else, from, nothing Popeyes, yeah. uh, nothing else from the Popeyes, anything else, chicken noodle soup, dude, maybe we should find a really good chicken soup to create, like a new chicken soup dish, like chicken parmesan soup. Like, mm, yes. is that a thing? Like, it's tomato soup, tomato bisque, and then like chicken parmesan in it. Uh, maybe I think it sounds like a thing. Uh, what about yeah, some sort of buffalo chicken, oh. uh, uh, <laughs> buffalo wedding soup? Now we call. I don't know if we can <laughs> eat buffalo wedding. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we, as much as y perhaps you think, can find people that will want to eat buffalo sauce with a spoon from a bowl, but. I do think that that's a good idea. I mean, it'll be uh, diluted and split. You know, sure. I've, I've seen the bear. I know cooking terms. Yeah, mm -hmm. diluted. Diluted. Um, now, Noah, this has been fantastic. Uh, what a good first half of the Thank podcast. Thank you. Uh, very good. Another classic story. Um, but shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network and DraftKings for sponsoring us today. Uh, NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand. Uh, you, know, you didn't realize how long that first sentence was. <laughs> With DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly, all from the palm of your hand. Plus, for a limited time, all new and and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. That's from the palm of your hand. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. I've been using same-game parlays, Noah. Um, I, I've been betting the NFL, actually. I know this is about NBA, but I've been betting the conference championships, 
Um, I bet in the Super Bowl, actually, I have an upcoming bet that they'll mention the Kelseys are playing each other 87 <laughs> times during the broadcast. Uh, I got the it's over. the Kelsey Super Bowl, didn't you it's not the, see? It's the it's Kelsey, Kelsey Super Bowl, Bowl featuring the Eagles and Kansas City, <laughs> yep. Even though they both play offense and will not even face each other on the fields, um, but it's fun, they have different teams, um, better than the Bosa's. Better than, yeah, actually very much better than the Bosa's. Uh, Noah, uh, take it away with our favorite part of the podcast. Check up right when I switch windows. This is, of course, our favorite part of the podcast. It's called The Call to Action. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says as follows. Download the app now, um, the app, the DraftKings app now, and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply, obviously. Thank you, DraftKings, and thank you, the Basketball Podcast Network, for all you do and all you've done. Jacob? Yes. It's January 30th. You know what that means. Yeah. Tomorrow's February. Yes. Um. Let's. Uh, how how are we feeling on the Denver Nuggets these days? We've had um quite a week. I would say a overall disappointing week. This road trip um has been. We are one and two, um and um losing some big games. Obviously, losing um one of them pretty close without a lot of um starters. Where do you want to um? start and then we also have all-star game coming up and um some trade deadline implications as well so um uh, where should we dive into so let's um yeah so like you said nuggets got to win uh at the new orleans on tuesday and then the next day loss in milwaukee kind of a scheduled loss so um, that one I feel okay about, and then the 76ers game we're gonna have to talk about, but I think we Maybe should start. start. Uh, are oh, you go ahead. no, no, you I wanna... an idea. no, no, oh my god, no, I feel like the biggest news in Nuggets na- fandom, Nuggets Nation, is that there is a lot of Bones Highland smoke mm-hmm. right now. I was gonna actually, and I think we should start with that because cool. that's what I've been thinking about the most. And I also, until we just started recording, didn't look at the the bla- the chatter about as such. But yes, in the last 24 hours, really in the last 12 hours, there has been a lot more smoke to this potential fire in terms of a um, Bones trade before the trade deadline, which is in what? Uh, so the trade line is, uh, the deadline is in the 15th? next Thursday. Next Thursday. Um, okay. Next Thursday's trade deadline. A week from Thursday. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Yeah, let's start there. So my I've brought this up kind of jokingly a little bit. That because so here's the issue that why Bones is is being talked about mostly. Uh is because the Nuggets don't have anything to trade. Um, they don't really have any picks. Um, they have a first round pick in like 2029 or something. Um, and they have two second round picks. So that's all their non-roster capital is, is that. So when you're looking at that, if there's no, um, big contracts that are ending next year for the Nuggets either, 
So there's no one like you could trade to somebody and they can get a uh full um uh uh get get value in by by getting the the cap space released on that. So um there's a lot though now and you know I I think they're just gauging what they could get for him and then I I don't know. What do you think about it, Noah? I feel like I'm actually <laughs> pro the trade more than most fans. And we could talk about it because <clears throat> I feel like you might be yeah. on the other side of it. Yeah, well, we um had talked about this sort of um a lot while we were watching the game, the implications of this and what it meant. Um, and I think um well, what was your ultimate question? What how I feel about the yeah. idea of a yeah. bone trade. All right. Well, I will say um, I did not realize that's how few assets we had who didn't include players. So um, that it changes things, but I also don't know. I'm looking at a thing that's like a pros and cons list for why you shouldn't, shouldn't trade bones. And I think one of the, the best things that I can think of right now is that there's just, isn't a, um, I don't know if there's a market for anybody of equal or better talent that we could get back for bones. Um, and especially mid season, it just seems like an unnecessary move um, for a team that it has prided itself on longevity and uh, um, uh, maintaining a similar type of, I guess, core group of guys, which, you know, bones isn't necessarily, but, um, I just don't like the idea of um, a midseason trade for Bones for a guy who I also think his value, um, his ceiling and value trade or otherwise, I think is still going up. Um, now, I think he now he's probably more value. He's probably at his most valuable maybe right now. Not I mean, he's had a pretty poor past few weeks, but um, I I think he if we really wanted an actual real big a piece that would fit that hole i don't know if um the market's there for it so i'm pretty split noah i i i feel i mean you're right i i it depends on what they're getting for him i kind of like the idea if they could get a more defensive minded wing to kind of play um look jeff green was really bad in the philly game um, and I think to have a different option, you know, besides DeAndre Jordan in that spot might be more paramount. But on the other hand, you know, we've seen Bones win a quarter in the playoffs by himself. And, you know, not a lot of players have any experience like that. So if you're trading for somebody uh, against that, but, you know, and then if, if Bones is out of the rotation and we've seen it recently a little bit, uh, Christian Brown plays, um, which I enjoy. You know, I think we both agree that Bones has had a disappointing season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, and that that's just us putting hype on him, hoping he'd take maybe three steps when he's taking like one step at a time you know, maybe is a good way to think about it. Um, but I just think for such a late pick for Bones to have any value, and if people are valuing him, I think it's 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 good enough to kick the tires on it, honestly. And I don't know, I don't know if you're worried about this, Noah, but Bones has like a job Morant type uh, landing issue. Um, 
like not even with the explosiveness, but just like running around and doing stuff. Like uh, he's been out, I think, quite a few games this season with injuries and, you know, a tweak ankle here, a tweak ankle there. I don't know if he's like the most not injury prone guy ever either. So mm -hmm. like to your point about his value being the highest right now, I think is pretty true. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I, I fully think that the nuggets are good enough right now. Um, and I don't think they need to trade anybody, but if they are in conversations, bones is like the only piece they have, you know, yeah. like, so yeah. I think that might be the spot they're in because, they're still going to kick the tires and have conversations and then things like this come out. What do you think of the idea? I saw somebody on Twitter being like, if anyone on the Nuggets would negatively be affected by trade rumors, it's Bones. And then part of me is like, well, that's kind of the problem then. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I feel like that's I feel like that's a bad there's there's some bad vibe things from now uh, every now and then with Bones, I feel like. I mean, yes, he, he makes a lot of just very young guy on and off the court, naive type things. And I didn't realize he was as old as he is. He's actually 22. I thought he was more like 20. So yeah. to that point, I would kind of hope that some of those and, and you know, we saw those, you know, um, kind of going at Coach Malone uh, that one game when he put him on the bench. You know, it's just some discipline things that I totally agree with you. Um, if there's any, you know, if if it's going to be like a toss up and you're going to be like, you just look down at attitude, then yeah, some some of those things are going to be very negative against him. Um, but you know, the, the Nuggets do not, the Nuggets are not short on offense, and Bones is a shoot first guard and a really terrible defender. So I I totally get all of the rationale for doing it you know what i mean um but then on even like not even as much i mean a basketball perspective but not like a numbers idea i just think and i said this earlier i just think that a mid-season trade for a team that is trying to go for the championship where apart from two many two guys has been together for the past few years through playoff runs um and then trying to uh acclimate a new piece into the system, whatever that system may be for coach Malone, I think um, has more downside than upside, especially if we can't get somebody of, of equal or better, of better value, which I think is still kind of up in the air. So, yeah. And let's be real too. The nuggets are first place in the West right now. They're two games above Memphis. They are seven and three in their last 10. So, you know, like, no matter how, like, weird it feels right now, they're not reeling or anything. Nothing's really happening, you know? Like, um, everything's good still. And uh, right. I, th I think they don't really need to do anything. Uh, they shown against the Celtics that they can run them off the court, you know? And that's the best team in the league right now, record-wise. Um, you know, the Philly game was a nice little measuring stick, but I think... There was still a lot to be encouraged by as well. Um, I don't think it was it was still a five point game with like a minute left, you know? Like I still think a couple bounces here and there. Um when, a couple threes we here were, and there. Yeah. We were beating them, you know, three and a half quarters of that game. They didn't they didn't get a lead 
um, until the very end, which, you know, isn't always a great sign because it just shows, ew, I think we were up by 15 at one point, and we don't like that. Wow. That seemed like the old Nuggets, the Nuggets of the last few years where we come out really sluggish in the second half, but that's a different story in terms of that game specifically. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, and you're right, and let's get to that game. I was just saying this would be like the first time where I'd be more excited if they just stay put um, at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And I think that so if you were to... I still think it's such a long shot. Like I, I bet there's talks or whatever, but I think that's, I think they're not trading anybody. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We don't really know Calvin boost moves really, you know, no, like no, uh, and... Tim Connolly would stay for sure. I mean, he would, he stayed the whole time. So I think it's going to be a really quiet, um, tampered down trade deadline altogether. I don't think, I think, well, nobody's done anything already. So, right. And I've said this a thousand times too, is I think that the Rudy Gobert, um, trade in the off season fucked up the whole market. So people are afraid to even negotiate because, um, the, the benchmark for, I mean, a player now has, has been flipped on its head anyway. Yeah. Let's talk about the Sixers game. Well, real quick, Noah, fine. Who would you take, Bones or Jakob Pertle? Uh, right now, I would still, uh, um, I'd still take Bones because I like the I like what we're doing with our right. five right now. Frankly, what about you? I would take, I would take Jakob Pertle, but that's yeah, just I me. thought you might. That's okay. And, but and then, so what about one more? Uh, Bones or like Matisse Thibel? Matisse Thibel is good, isn't he? How many years has he been in the league? How old is Very he? Very good. He's he's a little older, I think. Um, and you know, I don't think giving them to the Sixers, it would be funny to see Maxi and Bones on a team too. Actually, it would be pretty funny. It'd be uh, funny to see James Harden and Bones on yeah. the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just getting beat off the dribble the whole yeah. time. Yep. Well, those are my ideas. What about Jonathan Isaac? What about Jonathan? I- he makes too much money. He, he he and MPJ would be great friends. <laughs> Jonathan Isaac, known <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. The so let's talk about it. I've been kind of avoiding it because it's a bummer. But the Nuggets, yeah. uh, probably the I would say the biggest game of the season so far, came up short against the Seventy Sixers. Um, Joel Embiid call it called it his Super Bowl. Um called it and uh, played like it and uh, almost dropped like 50 points um, pretty much took the lead in the MVP in one swoop. Um, you know, I don't want to talk about that too much, Noah, because Jokic doesn't get any benefit of the doubt anymore with the MVP. So mm-hmm. he's got to clearly be the best. And we, me and you have both been pretty adamant that we still don't think it's going to happen a third MVP and then uh, this happened. And I think if Embiid has, doesn't miss any more games, it's probably pretty locked up. So uh, what were your feelings about this 76ers game before we talk a little bit more? Um, Well, I touched on it. Um, It was in Philly and we controlled the game for a majority of the time. Um, MPJ shooting really well. Jamal shooting really well. Um, Jokic shooting really well. A lot of the guys that we need to. I feel like AG didn't have nearly as good of a game. Um, he felt really absent, especially there the second half. Um, I I just 
Um, it was really fun. I mean, it, you pointed out too when we were watching it. Like, I think Jokic does really enjoy the matchup with Embiid. It is a very um, cool, classic thing to watch on TV, these two big men who can do all these things. Um, so I think he probably puts more pressure on himself and the team in these kinds of scenarios, but it was a big game regardless. And um, I don't know. I felt like, I felt like it was a, a game we kind of let slip away more than anything. Um, and we did the same, maybe not in the same way, but it, it felt similar with Milwaukee where it's like, well, that could have been a win that we could easily won. Um, we shot really well from the free throw uh, on Saturday, but have not, have been continuing to not, if we made our free throws in the Milwaukee game, we, we win. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And again, these are, I have to also point out is these have been, you know, we're going against Eastern conference teams. Wow. We've been, wow. We lost these two games. Memphis has also been on a five game losing streak. So I, I kind of, I don't know if this game is as nearly a big deal as maybe it is in terms of just narrative versus actual, playoff i mean certainly in terms of playoff implications but if there was a time to lose to the sixers i think right now is probably a really good time where we're at and where everyone else in the west is at which is kind of um you know all over the place well yeah so technically yeah uh standing wise for sure any east game doesn't matter as much uh right. than the than the western conference and yeah memphis is five and five their last 10 uh and then other than that, I mean, everyone, the Pelicans are one and nine in their last 10. Yeah. And they're the Nuggets' next opponent. So they're probably due for a win, too. So I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, yeah. Zion's still been out this whole time. Yeah. Zion's yeah. been out, too. So yeah. um, I think Brandon Ingram is back, though. So you never know with that kind right. of stuff. But um, so yeah, the, you're definitely right about that. But just. Um, matchup wise, this felt like a playoff game, you know, and I, I think a couple weird missteps the Nuggets had, um, and kind of this bugaboo that they've done all season where they don't play a full game, right? Like they just kind of dominate for three quarters. It seems like nothing's going to stop them. And then they kind of get stopped, um, which is weird and odd. And, um, I thought MPJ was super good in the first half and then that didn't wasn't involved like at all anymore um i don't i don't feel like he even got the mpj benefit of the doubt to like miss some shots you know like he had a couple heat checks and got him and then i was mm -hmm. just like oh he's just gonna stop doing that like he'd even try <laughs> to like push the envelope or anything i mean he was five from nine from three but it didn't feel like that um watching it um so it did in the first but in the first half it definitely did i think it was probably he was like three or four three or four or something but um yeah. you're right he the benefit of the doubt thing is a is a problem now as far as he's concerned because i think expectations are at that next level yeah and then so the rotation is is what's most curious to me, Noah. Because so with Yoke or with Jamal staggering with the bench, he almost played forty minutes. He played thirty nine minutes, um, and that's probably too much. Uh, <laughs> I I don't want to like break the bank or anything, but he was negative fourteen in thirty nine minutes. And, Jamal was yes, and Joel Embiid yeah. was only plus fourteen, but he also played thirty eight minutes. So Jamal played a minute more than Joel Embiid did in that game, mm -hmm. which is 
kind of crazy to wrap your head around. So, and looking at the bench, um, Jeff Green played 20 minutes, but uh, Bones played 21 and Bruce Brown played 22. Um, not a great game from the bench in general. The highest plus minus was negative six and Zeke Naji, who only played 10 minutes. So, so kind of interesting. No Vladko, um, no Christian Brown, which is barely notable nowadays if they have a full uh, deck. But uh, I think I thought Jeff was so bad that they would go to Vladko in the second half and he didn't. Um, I don't know. Do you think that's like a size thing? Because I, I feel like Vladko would at least tried way more than Jeff Green tried. Well, you, I think it is a size thing because you mentioned you thought that uh, a good idea might have been just to put DJ in there and have him fucking hack him up and get five quick fouls, six fouls, and then, uh, you know, yeah. leave. That would have been that would have been a better idea. I do think size because I think even watching the game, uh, uh, the Sixers have size. That's the main, th- not the main thing, but that was a huge thing that I could notice just eye test wise is is they have a lot more big guys than we do and hopefully i'd like to think that something that minuscule wouldn't be a problem in the playoffs or something but there are definitely teams that that match up way better against us in terms of size i think milwaukee has a really big team too and you can see especially defensively how that is um how that can affect the nuggets yeah and i'm glad you brought that up too noah because DeAndre Jordan also did that to Jokic once where he just comes in (laughs) and just beats up Jokic and like tries to get in his head in a weird way. I think they might still do that in the playoffs for sure. Just to have him go out and beat him up and, and be weird and just try to get him off. But, you know, and it's funny looking at, uh, the, the West, like we were, you know, the nuggets are, um, built to beat West teams, right? So they got KCP and Bruce Brown, both small perimeter guards, right? And so, like, uh, it's going to always be a difficult matchup against Embiid or against Giannis or against Zion, who fucking destroyed the Nuggets this season already. So they're not built to defend size, really. Yeah, yeah, and Memphis has, you know, Jaron Jackson and um, Steven Adams, and those would, I'd say, the real extent of of their real big guys. And... uh, Yeah, and without one of them playing, which is likely, uh, they're they're yeah they're pretty uh, they're they're good that there. Um, it does it does it does make me happy to see Montrez Harrell still be like Jokic meat out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always good to see. That's just always fun. Of course, there are a few of those guys that that uh, that get that. Yeah, um, yeah, that Jokic likes for like pretty no reason. So. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy Noah. I like at least shout out Joel Embiid just being like, "Hey, this isn't a rivalry." I actually like Jokic, you know. Like I don't know. I don't think I didn't uh, see that. His you would get from his his uh, body language during the game that he's. I don't know. I I do like Joel. I think he mm-hmm. can get really corny and irritating, but um, I feel that way about a lot of players. So yeah, that's a guy. I didn't see that. That's nice yeah. of him. Yeah, that was like right after too, because I think they're trying to fan it a little bit, you know, and and he didn't at all. So, um, I I enjoy that. I think that's nice, and I do think uh, Jokic likes him too. And you know, it's funny like fans are at each other all the time, and they probably went out to get a steak or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. and they had dinner. So um, that's sports, dude. That's sports, isn't it? It is sports. I mean, uh, and keep it up with my theme. 
pretty much what was that all of december where i was like this is december basketball uh technically this is january basketball and it doesn't really matter uh sure is. so we got a lot more going um also noah the uh monday march 27th um nuggets play the 76ers at home so, so um should probably get tickets to that game and they could probably easily split so um who knows we'll see how that goes if mb dominates that going to be pretty much over but um we're mvp but we got bigger goals noah anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here um i'm trying to think no nothing specific um that's on my mind i do think it's weird if this week has felt like a total nightmare but really we're in just as good of a position we were when we recorded last week um so you know i it's it's the ebbs and flows of the season i think well, well all-star games coming up once the all-star break mm-hmm. happens and we come back from that, that'll be a real litmus test of, of where we're at. Um, but you know, as, as we've been going through this new year, I'm not really afraid of anybody and I feel like we can match up well against every team in the league. So I'm excited. Very excited. Um, I'm still super high up on the Nuggets odds, especially in the Western conference at the moment. Um, and yeah, no, I, I would say, a good argument against the bones trade is just general vibes. Um, vibes. That's what being, I was trying to get at. Yeah. Yes. It's just like, Hey man, this is a fan favorite. I know he's, he might shoot you out of a quarter, but he might win you a quarter. And um, it, he doesn't have to play too. Uh, he's young. He's you still know? so young. Yeah. Second year. Yeah, and if you totally. want to, if you want to do Bruce Brown uh, ball handling with, with uh, Christian Brown, uh, the old Brown and Brown defer- de- defense attorneys, then, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love seeing that a little bit more. But maybe you don't have to just trade them away. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I think we'll we'll be available for an emergency podcast if anything were to drop. Yeah. Um, we'll do a quick 30-minute or, or something. Um, follow us on Twitter at NuggetsPod and on Instagram at Chicken and the Nuggets. Um, anything you want to plug, Noah? Nothing from me, brother. My Twitter is at Rupp Jacob. Rupp Rupp says. My Twitter is at Rupp says. If you want to come at me with my chicken noodle soup takes, all right, I will will take you on. First of all, chili and mac and cheese, both are soups. Suck it, Noah. All right, yeah, and the podcast on the worst. Red beans and rice, soup. Yeah, okay guacamole soup this sucks thanks jacob it was uh, always a pleasure bye we'll talk to you later bye go night